And welcome to Nerd vs. World, episode 26, Robo Nerd. I'm Brendan. I'm Spindles. And I'm Aidy. And we are joined via the magic of Skype by Neil from Chic, uh, responsible for this year's Sci Fi Weekender. Hello, Neil. How you doing, guys? How you doing, guys? All right? Very, very well. Thank you, sir. Yourself? I'm very well. Thank you very much. Thanks for. Uh... Thanks for inviting me along. No worries at all, sir. We're, we're all getting massively excited about Sci-Fi Weekend and now we're only like a month away, so yeah. we're all kind of chomping at the bit, just waiting to go. It's my favourite weekend of the year, <laughs> popping Christmas. Well, you know, I think, uh, you know, I can see you're excited there, but I think I could probably do with about an extra 12 months to get my, uh, to get my act together, I think. That's the way it feels at the moment. So long nights in the office, but it'll all be worth it when the, uh, when the time comes, I'm sure. It will indeed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so so just for, for the benefit of anyone listening who uh, doesn't actually know what the Sci-Fi Weekender is, can you give us a, a bit of a potted spiel about it? Sure I can. A potted spiel? Well, yeah, let's see. Well, the Sci-Fi Weekender is on uh, in North Wales in Pathelia, the Haven uh, Holiday Park up there. It's the biggest one in the UK. And really, really, what it really is, it's a mixture of a sci-fi convention and a massive, massive party of people having a good time and getting merrily drunk a lot of the time, I might add, uh, all amongst uh, like-minded people, really. So chance for um, chance for geeks and nerds alike to let their hair down and enjoy all the normal stuff that they would at a convention in the hometown. Excellent. Yeah, definitely. Sums it up pretty well for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what do you mean sums it up for you? This is going to be your first one, sir. Exactly. We're, we're popping your sci-fi weekend of cherry this year. I am. Speaking from personal experience, this is my third, and uh, that's exactly what it's like. It is a drunken weekend for nerds. It is, but I think we I think we filled a hole in the market there, don't you? I Very think, much so. I think yeah. it was a hole that was much needed filling, really. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, mean, I think there is because I mean, uh, you guys don't you don't just do kind of sci-fi conventions. You, you do a lot of music music festival type conventions, don't you? Well, that's right. Yeah, in fact, that, that's where our roots are. Really, we were doing music stuff a long time before we were doing the uh, the sci-fi weekender. But um, yeah, it was a bit of a bit of a spin-off on a tangent to do to do that one, really. But uh, I mean. Uh, the background behind it, I guess we want to talk about the background behind the weekend in the first place, was, well, it was quite um, serendipitous, really. We, we've been working with a company called Future Publishing way, way back in uh, 2007. Uh, and uh, if, for those people who don't know what Future Publishing is, it's, uh, it's the second biggest publishing house in the UK, responsible for about 140 magazine titles. Yeah, most of which uh, I think I've got on subscription. <laughs> probably, probably, yeah. We were working with them as business partners for some of our music events, which are mainly, mainly rock uh, rock and metal events. In, yeah, because it's stuff UK. like Hard Rock Hell and Hammerfest and things, isn't it? That's right, that's right. It was a really good fit for them with our magazines. You know, they were uh, hooking up with their uh, their editions of Classic Rock Magazine and Metal Hammer and that kind of thing. And they, they wanted a, a festival representation in the UK and it was a good fit for us. And they were, they were a great bunch of guys, so we worked really well together. And then after a couple of years of doing that, um, we were approached by uh, the publisher from the SFX magazine department for the same kind of thing, which for us was, you know, quite an honour really because we didn't have any um, any really background in, in that kind of event. But, uh, you know, an event's an event really when it comes to putting it on um, from a logistical point of view. So uh, we went along with that and we launched the first uh, SFX Weekender, I think it was back in 2000 and, uh, 2010, I think. That's right, February 2010. 
Uh, and that was down in, in Canberra Sands on the south coast. That's right. Uh, I, I, I remember that's where um, I first kind of heard of these kind of weekend convention things. It was the first Kerrang Weekender was down there. Yeah, that's right. I mean, these kind of things have been going on for years in different kind of um, different genres and demographics of people. But there's basically a there's a weekender at a Butlins, a Pontins, or a Haven on every weekend in every different kind of entertainment genre you can imagine. But uh, a lot of the time, they're the kind of best kept secrets. Uh, Amongst um, amongst music and entertainment lovers in the UK, you know. No, uh, I, mean, I think they're awesome. They kind of it beats the hell out of being intense in a in a field for a weekend. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, the the, the reason they stay uh, so sort of under the radar a lot of these things is because um, it's such a, a big community feel. The way the whole thing's set up, that you know, the the repeat customer on it's sort of eighty percent or so of most of the stuff that that we operate, including the, the sci-fi weekend or all the music gigs. So you get the same punters there every single year, more or less, with a few extra trickling and trying to get in their, their bookings in at the last minute while we've still got, uh, while we've still got tickets available, you know. Uh, and it is, that, it is that community feel that makes the difference. It's certainly, um, you know, you can draw analogies between the, the music gigs and the, the sci-fi event in that, you know, if you used to go to a, a local gig in your local town, a uh, music gig, you go down at 7 o'clock, you'd watch the band and you'd be out the door by about 10 o'clock and on your way home yeah. or on your way to the pub or, or whatever. Uh, and, you know, and for most sci-fi conventions in the UK, as good as they are and what they stand for, and of course they've got their place uh, in that world, most of them open the doors at 9am and then you're out the door by 6, 7 on a, on a train in the, or in the traffic on the way home, you know? Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's no kind of social aspect to it once, it, once the kind of day's programme of events is over. That's right, yeah. And because it's got that community feel... Uh, you know, and there's no pressure because everyone's into the same stuff. You know, there's no there's no social pressure that you you might get if you went out to a club or, or whatever that kind of thing. You know. Yeah, uh, I, every, I guess that's kind of what I really like about it because there's so much different things that you can be doing of an evening because there's there's the kind of quizzes, there's uh, big kind of stage shows going on in the main arenas, there's uh, the screening room so you can sit and watch horror movies till like five six in the morning drinking beer if you want. It's, that the amount of stuff you can do is just insane. Yeah, that's right. Well, you know, it is what we like, like to try and refer to as that sort of 360-degree entertainment, where we try to cover all the bases as much as we can all the time. So that you know, you can't you can't please all the people all the time with everything. But if they've got more than one option, then there's a good chance you're going to be able to tick the boxes for the most of the time that they're there. And that's what we try to do. Yeah, true. Really. Absolutely. I mean, that's, it, it certainly it certainly good works format. from yeah, it certainly works from 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 my vantage point because you know there's. As I, there's so much different stuff to do that I've kind of found it difficult choosing what to do on a certain time and kind of ended up going to a particular like last year went to go and see the showing of the Rocky Horror that was on in the screening room late one night and then just ended up randomly doing something entirely different Did you have, got... were you wearing your fishnets though? That's what's important <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Sadly not, no <laughs> Oh, well, maybe next time, eh? Yeah, well, because that was the thing, because we didn't know there was going to be a Rocky Horror screening before we went, otherwise, you know, I probably would have. Well, there's always time. I can, I'll, I'll speak to the guys over at uh, Sci-Fi London who do this, this, the, uh, the screening room for us. I'll see if they do another show this year just for you. Awesome, that'd be great. <laughs> it, right. it probably will just be me. Right. But you'll have to introduce it in, in, in full drag, Simon. Oh, uh, OK. Sounds fantastic, yeah. yeah. And if we can't get that, then 
I'll, I'll see for lads at Cyphal and I'll just put it on in the caravan for you. Then, uh, <laughs> That'll do, that yeah, might be a bit yeah. suspect with just sitting in the, in the caravan with the Sci-Fi London lads and you and your fishnet in my fishnet. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Stranger things have happened. <laughs> well, that's true. Actually, I think I'm pretty sure stranger things do happen at this event. To be honest yeah. With you. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, because there, there is all sorts of stuff that's going on. Because, I mean, you you did the uh, Jedi Flash Mob last yeah, year, didn't last you? last year we organised the Flash Mob on, with the, the Graphic Knights on the Friday. That's right. Success. That's right. Yeah, it was a huge success, actually. A lot of work went into that from uh, what I can tell you. It was really the Galactic Knights um, that kind of put it forward in the first place and put it all together and uh, roped in some of our... Um, our regulars yeah. uh, into uh, into being involved, and uh, yeah, it was a nice surprise. And I'm, I pretty, I can't give too much away, but there'll, there'll be something along those lines this year as well. But awesome. I can't say when and where, but it will be a little bit different. But yeah, I mean, the Galactic Knights, uh, they've been with us since the start, and they're a great bunch of people. Great yeah. bunch of people, great, really entertaining, really great to get along with. So, speaking of stuff for this year, what 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 sort of things have we got to look forward to? Well, we'll we'll stick with the you know we're sticking with the same kind of format because it works really well for us. So we will still have the three arenas. We'll have the the main arena where uh, the sort of big panel talks go on in the daytime, uh, and then at, obviously at night time, our emphasis on night time entertainment is quite heavy. So um, yeah, we'll be having uh, on the Friday night we'll be having our um, our regular uh, Imaginarium cabaret show with the Area 51 entertainers who'll be doing some weird and wonderful stuff. All hosted by the Professor Elemental, who I believe you uh, you've had or you're having on the show. Very yes, shortly, he, he was right? on the show last, on episode. last episode. Yeah, lovely man, lovely, lovely. Excellent, man. excellent. Yeah, so looking forward to that. He, he was with us last year for the first time, but could only be there for a little while. But this year he's going to be heavily involved uh, in the Friday night entertainment. Marvelous. Now, now on the Friday night afterwards, obviously you know after we do uh, all that stuff, we usually it's a music-based entertainment sort of night, you know, because everyone likes a party. Uh, but this year we're going with some live music um, on the Friday night. So uh, I don't know if you've heard of Darth Elvis and the Imperials, but they, yes, uh, we have. Yes. They, they've been on the circuit for a while. They'll be doing their um, their set first of all after the Imagineering on the Friday. Uh, and then we've got a classic rock band on doing some uh, classic rock cover sets uh, for uh, some great sing-along stuff, which uh, was kind of something I got kind of cajoled into by our, 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 our regulars uh, who we call the sci-fi troopers, which are our sort of regular punters have been a few years in a in a row, and that and uh, I kind of I like to refer to them to bounce my ideas and opinions off, you know, to see what kind of feedback. And it was kind of them that said that they wanted us to bring that live music back into into one of the nights. So it's nice and diverse for the Friday night, and then obviously on the Saturday in the main arena, there'll be lots more panels. We'll be doing uh, the Just a Minute game show, which we did last year and the year Excellent. before with, with Paul yeah, Cornell. That was definitely that's, that's one of the highlights highlight, last yeah. year, yeah. Uh, well, Paul's not coming this year, but the uh, the infamous Robert Ranking will be hosting Just a Minute oh, this oh, year. Fantastic. There you go. <laughs> so uh, it should be incredibly entertaining, I think. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> okay. I think so. My only worry is it's gonna. I think it's gonna knock the schedule out of, out of whack a little bit because it's it was scheduled in for an hour, but I can see it going on for about two or three. With Robert <laughs> running, I think. Uh, but not not that anybody's gonna complain. I don't think. Uh, no oh no, very much page, not. But, uh, on, the, on the Friday too, I've got um, for the for the Lord's group, the Sci-Fi Troopers. I've given them. Uh, it's the first year I've done this, but if it works, it's something I'm gonna do uh, going forward. I'm giving them a trooper hour, so uh, for one hour out of every weekender. Uh, I'm letting these guys put together an hour of entertainment uh, on the, to put on the stage, on the main stage. So uh, this year they're opening with a very, very twisted sci-fi quiz, uh, quiz version of, um, of uh, the TV game show Pointless. I don't know if, you, if you're yeah. aware of this. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, for me, that one, you know, uh, that's me totally handing the reins over uh, with, my, you know, all my faith I've got in the in these guys who've been to our events for the last five years. It's, and it's pretty brave. <laughs> it is brave. It is brave. But but as a backup, I've got Robert Rankin. Uh, presenting that as well so <laughs> right. it should all be good i mean the man can ad lib for about two hours oh, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. You, you could just have him on stage talking all night and the audience would just be in bits oh, he's that's, brilliant that's, that's right yeah that's right yeah um and then uh yeah on the saturday night afterwards we've got um uh, last year i had a company called uh, the, from the lasso gary in uh, um theater pub theater as it is in manchester they did uh, their version of v for vendetta that's right uh, on the main stage which which for me was a total last-minute entry. It really was. We only sort of arranged it a, a month before. I had no idea how popular it was and totally underestimated how popular it was going to be. We put it in the second arena. Uh, and, uh, you know, I obviously massively made a mistake on that one. So we've got them in on the main stage uh, this year, but uh, they're not doing V for Vendetta on, uh, on the night. So they're doing a... Uh, uh, they're, they're, doing a, they're doing a show called Suspended in Space, which uh, is quite aptly um, a show about three people stuck in a lift at a sci-fi convention. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I think there's a writer, uh, there's a, a, you know, a, an aging sort of uh, was famous once actor and an absolutely crazed fan stuck in a lift together at a sci-fi convention. So I think that's going to be absolutely hilarious. Yeah, well, sounds really good. So, yeah, because yeah, I, I felt a bit sorry for them last year because I saw that they, they, they did a, an excerpt of their V for Vendetta on the main stage and it looked fabulous. Um, and then, yeah, we tried to watch it over in the other thing and uh, we had some problems with sound and I think, uh, but I, I really wanted to see that. Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, that, obviously it being a, a theatre group as it is, they go from show to show. So we couldn't repeat that that show, unfortunately, because they haven't got the cast yeah. uh, anymore. But um, yeah, this one sounds really good. Sounds no, really, no, really, really good. looking forward to it. So that, yeah, they're in on the main stage on the uh, on the Saturday night. So that should be absolutely fantastic. Uh, and then afterwards, afterwards, when we move back into party uh, party mode again, uh, we've got Pat Sharp from the Funhouse DJing uh, on the main stage. <laughs> Marvellous, uh, Pat Sharp back again. Yes, he's always, a, he's always a good guy. Whose connections to sci-fi are, are non-existent, but um, we had him at the first weekend uh, and the dance floor was rammed for four hours and there was a queue of about 230 uh, something year old women waiting to queue up for an autograph yeah. uh, while, he, while he was DJing. Yeah, because so, uh, I think he was on at Sci-Fi Weekend of three as well. Yeah. That's right, yeah, yeah, in um, Prestatin, that's yeah, right, yeah. yeah, he was. Uh, it's Prestatin grad, as, it's, as we lovingly refer to it. <laughs> oh, no. Please don't give me nightmares, come on. <laughs> drop it, lads, drop it, just leave it. Just leave it. <laughs> well, I, come on, the event's like six weeks later than, than that one was now. It's, yeah. it's moved like kind of right towards the end of March now. It has, yeah. I mean, you know, originally when we booked this weekend for this one, it was supposed to be a little bit earlier, but um, I was given the option afterwards after the last weekend, I was given the option to move it to, uh, to this date, which has obviously got a much better chance of being nicer weather. Mm. Uh, you know, people have got a, had a bit, bit of a longer period to, uh, to replenish their bank accounts after Christmas. Yeah. It's, it's right uh, so, on payday there as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly so, yeah. And, um, yeah, and he's on payday. And, uh, you know, I, I stuck that vote out to the, to the general public to let me know what they wanted to do, and they pretty much came unanimously back as... Let's move it to the end of March. So. See, I, I was totally up for keeping it where it was because then it would have been there for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, you know, I'm more than happy to speak to the guys over at Sci-Fi London and see if they can do uh, the screening in your studio <laughs> to make up for it if you want. Marvellous. Beers and Rocky Horror. One. Oh, last time it was Beers and Rocky Horror was my 21st and that was messy. <laughs> <laughs> and not that, in a good way. That involved Twister on the stairs and everything. Oh, man. 
Sounds interesting. Sounds very interesting. Yeah. yeah. There's video evidence somewhere. Don't, I really don't, don't ever want don't that send to me the photos, all right? <laughs> we'll, we'll just bring the twister board and a, a whole load of baby oil. <laughs> oh, this is, this is turning a strange corner now. It really yes, it is. Sorry. We'll, yeah. we'll go back on track. <laughs> so any other kind of major highlights? I mean, what, what other things are you kind of looking forward to the most over the weekend? Uh, well, for, yeah, well... To be honest with you, I don't get to see as much as I'd like to of that moment because I'm running around in uh, my version of uh, a cosplay outfit and that being a headless chicken <laughs> outfit most of the time, really. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I suppose, I suppose my, what I'm probably most looking forward to is probably the, the, the stage play because, uh, you know, like you said a second ago, it was fantastic last year and yeah. didn't really get uh, the chance it should have had on the main stage. I think that's going to be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah and... Um, yeah, I think that um, the uh, the Galactic Knights are holding uh, something totally separate to our normal entertainment. They're doing a, a cadet training academy down in a separate arena. Laser tag there or something? Because uh, yeah, that's that's right. Yeah. Was that open yeah. last year? Because I couldn't no, find it, it anywhere. Last year. No, it wasn't open last year. No, we didn't have it open. But um, they uh, they were quite keen on putting it together this year. I think that's going to be quite funny and quite amusing. Yeah. Uh, you know, you think of laser tag, you're probably thinking of sort of. You know, kids and teenagers running around on a, on a Sunday afternoon. But this is going to be full of sort of uh, 30 and 40-somethings, I think. Oh, probably, dude, dude, dude. <laughs> probably have had a few beers before they got there in the first place. Yeah, yeah. that, that uh, sounds more like my normal laser yeah. tag. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it could go a bit wrong, I think, oh, quite yeah. possibly, but in a very funny way. Yeah, in a very yeah. funny way. But, yeah, I mean, we've got, we've got all that stuff going on. And, of course, we've got the screening zone, which is running, you know, all from sort of 10 in the morning until 3 in the morning with all sorts of stuff going on. Hopefully this year... With another crap film and amnesty. I don't know if you guys caught that one last year. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah. We, I think I forgot to bring my DVDs in the end because I, I had a couple picked got, out for the crap film amnesty. Yeah, I got, I got too drunk on the Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't actually yeah, I think, make it. I think last year was. Um, I think it was. Was it Ghost with Shit Jobs or something like that? I think it was the one last year. Yeah, um, think, yeah, it was. Yeah. So yeah, I'd, I'd imagine the guys are going to be inundated with about uh, two or three hundred DVDs of absolutely terrible film footage uh, to choose from for the. Uh, for the Thursday night, so that'll be entertaining to find out <laughs> what's will. going on there. Um, and uh, yeah, and the Sci-Fi London quiz on the Thursday and one on the Saturday as well, which everyone seems to take so very, very seriously. Yeah, uh, yes. you know, <laughs> I, I think I may have to bring in some extra security to, to watch that one. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it was at Sci-Fi three, I think it was, and we kind of listened into one of the questions, and people were arguing about how many books there were of Game of Thrones versus American and British editions, and we were like, yeah, we're not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> the, the quiz on the uh, Friday light last year was so fucking hard. It was such a tough quiz. <laughs> and then the Saturday night quiz was brilliant, but the Friday night quiz was just like a little bit too... Oh, was it the Thursday night one? Because the Thursday night one... Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it, the, it was well. the Thursday, because they, they, they were going to do like a kind of early quiz, and they were only expecting like maybe 20 or 30 yeah. people there, and it jammed the yeah. entire room. Everybody went Yeah, along. that's right, that's right. Yeah, we, we were only expecting a few teams, and it turns out there was 84 teams registered yeah. on wow. the Thursday night. <laughs> Uh, and it, it, we were supposed to be doing it in the uh, in the in the restaurant next to the screening zone. It's quite a big area, really. I yeah. Mean, yeah. You can probably seat about uh, two hundred people in there, but it just wasn't enough, and we had to move the whole thing into the cinema room yeah. uh, and uh, and stop the, uh, the screening one. That's because we, we, we were in it. the we were in the restaurant and we were sat uh, having a beer and going, well, we might do the quiz, and then all of a sudden people just kept piling in and piling in, and we were like, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, maybe it's maybe it's a bad idea to mix. Uh, you know. Um, a screening room, a sci-fi quiz, uh, and a bar in the same place. 
Oh, I don't know. It sounds like a match made in heaven it, to me. I was going to say that sounds like an intro to a joke. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure that's going to be great this year. We've moved the uh, second quiz to the uh, to the other night this year, so it doesn't clash with um, the stuff they wanted to watch last year. So, so yeah, every year is a learning curve. We try to change a little bit each year and make the improvements we need to make that the customers are asking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I'm always open to feedback from them uh, constantly, actually. Um yeah, I can't keep up with a lot of time. You know that scene from um, uh, Bruce Almighty. Uh, you know, do you know, you know the yeah, movie yeah, Bruce yeah. Almighty. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know that scene where uh, where you know he's trying to answer everyone's prayers when he's on the computer by yeah. email. Yeah, it's yeah. like that a lot of the time, especially just before and just after the weekend. I'm answering the emails, uh, you know, as fast as I can, but they're coming in at twice the rate I can actually type my fingers at. You know, so uh, they do keep me busy. They, they keep me very, very busy. Oh, I bet. Uh, which is great though, but it's good to know that, that you know they they. They know they can sort of talk to us and that their uh, their opinions count really. We make changes to make the thing better for them really. Sweet. So yeah, this should be this year should be the uh, the best one I think. Well, yeah, well, so we, we are all massively looking forward to it. Should be fantastic actually. Yeah, it should be really really good. I'm really really looking forward to it. Anyways, as as you were mentioning about some films there, I'm going to have to push you now for your your five films to add to our list. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right then. Uh, so uh, I guess in, in no particular order. So I've gone for these lads, you know, I've gone for these in, in, in not, not based on sort of technical prowess or, you know, and whether they've, been, they've had a great uh, review over the, over the years for whatever reason, but just on the impact they've had on, my, on me personally. Yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, and, the, and sort of the times I've seen them in my life. So I'm going to open my first one with um, something that's nothing to do with sci-fi at all. But um, I saw it, I think it was 92, I think it came out, or something like that. Uh, I saw it in the cinema. didn't know a lot about it. I hadn't seen any movies by the director before, but I was absolutely blown away after watching it. Uh, and that's Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, okay, so that, that was your first Tarantino, was it? It was, yeah, it was. And I was absolutely blown away, you know. It was because uh, it was all very, very intertwined and complicated, but still easy enough to follow in the end, you know. A lot, yeah. a lot, of, a lot of movies have tried to, to do that before and after about having sort of multiple... Uh, subplots going on that all come together at the end and, and kind of failed miserably at it at the end. But I think, you know, that's going to be the benchmark. For, I think it definitely worked. Future, I mean, in, in terms future. of kind of pulling a, a narrative apart and then putting it back together on screen, it was it was something really fresh at the time that hardly anyone was doing. It's the whole kind of, you know, Vincent goes from being dead to being in a massive segment. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that was it for me, really. Uh, it was, uh, you know, just the last sort of 20 25 minutes of the movie was just like you know what yeah what it was i think anything around that time that had bruce willis in was just epic yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's very true yeah um uh, i'm looking at my list here and uh you know it's been it's been sabotaged lads my list has been sabotaged <laughs> while i was away in the other room the girls have written annie at the top of the list <laughs> <laughs> which was nice of them thanks girls cheers <laughs> yeah and uh, i think they want me to sing uh, the sun will come out tomorrow now, but that's not going to happen. That's uh, certainly not so, going to happen here, sir. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so uh, what, next time, what's the next one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. The next one, um, and I'm a dad, by the way, I'm a dad of two kids. Ten-year-old, very boyish boy and a, a five-year-old, very girly girl. It's hard to find uh, movies that the old family can enjoy that, that cross uh, between those kind of age groups and, you know, a boy and a girl, really. But this one, um, this one is, and has always been a favourite, and, you know, I've watched it on my own several times, um, it's The Incredibles. Ah, uh, 
classic film. Good film. It is a classic. It's absolute classic. You know, um, and like I say, uh, my kids love it together. It, it is brilliant. It? Yeah, my, my daughter loves it as well. Over and over again. I can't. I have no idea how many times I've seen it or how many times they've seen it, but it never gets old. Never. Yeah, it's it, it's a very good. It, it uh, I like to think of the Incredibles as a kind of kids' version of Watchmen. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose it is really, yeah. <laughs> it's um, kind of what, what happens to superheroes many years later. <laughs> uh, only, only sadly, you know, there's still no, still no um, sniff on on whether there's ever going to be a sequel. sequel I, I yeah. think I think I read this week that um, Pixar are basically saying they're moving away from sequels altogether now. Uh, from what I, what I can gather, which is a crying shame. It's a bit of a shame, you know, but it, it will keep things fresh at least. Well, that's true, but I wanted to see what the Underminer was going to do. I mean, he yeah. promised to de- he did promise to declare war on peace and happiness, and uh, I haven't seen him since. You know, <laughs> a bit of a disappointing villain, really. The, the only yeah, thing yeah, I lovely. thought when I saw the end of that film was, uh, did you ever watch uh, the cartoon version of The Tick? No, I can't say I have. Uh, it, it's brilliant. If you ever get the chance, watch it, because there's the, the Mole Men, and I, I, I figured that would go down very similar to how the Mole Men incident went down in The Tick. <laughs> <clears throat> Well, fingers crossed. Anyway, fingers crossed it happens soon, yeah, sooner absolutely. rather than later. Sure. Although I guess I guess me and my kids will never be too old to watch it when it does come out. Oh God! No. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, moving on next, lads, number three on my list. Um, yeah, it's probably yeah, it's probably the most recent one outside of the Incredibles. Actually, um, uh, this goes back to my time working abroad uh, in Greece back in 1999, which at the time I was working very long hours in the tourism industry. And, uh, you know, I was totally cut off from TV, cinema, uh, everything, really. Uh, you never saw anything at all. And I, I had no idea what was going on in the world of cinema. On the very, very last uh, night of my season there, uh, everything was done. And I went into a bar to have a beer to watch a movie that I'd never heard of called The Matrix. Ah. Uh, and I had no idea what the plot was. I had no idea what it was about. I hadn't seen any reviews of it. I hadn't read any reviews of it. I hadn't met anybody uh, that had seen it. So, you know, you can imagine uh, how amazing it was to sit down and watch that. Absolutely. Um, you know, with a beer in my hand as well. Um, it, was, uh, it was absolutely amazing. Groundbreaking stuff, really. Uh, yeah. Uh, sadly, I don't think they ever uh, emulated the, you know... In the second and third one, what they, what they did in the first one? No, they no, really they didn't. didn't. No, yeah. the, the Matrix was one, <laughs> one of my five because uh, it, it came out the same year as episode one. And I just remember being so miffed at episode one after having waited <laughs> 15 years for it. And then, and then out, of the, out of absolutely nowhere came The Matrix and just utterly blew my mind. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, do you, you know, do you read, do you read any sort of. Um, sort of analogies or metaphors in there to the modern world. I know a lot of people do. Uh, you know, whether it's got politi- political undertones to what you know what's happening in the world today or then, as it were. For me, I just enjoyed it for the action. For what it was. Yeah. Yeah, for, for what it was. For what it was, you know. Uh, for me, it's uh, it's all about entertainment and enjoyment. And, you know, I think overanalyzing stuff, for me, uh, it takes a lot of the fun out of it sometimes, you know? Yeah, it, yeah, it, it, it does. I mean, yeah. it, it had me with the spinny flying kick thing. Oh, that's it. I'm, I'm sold. <laughs> I know. Amazing, amazing. So that was the first time that was using the movie, wasn't it? It was, yeah. yeah. It was. Well, that, was, that was where Bullet Time came from. Yeah, really amazing stuff. Really amazing stuff. So it made up for um, Keanu Reeves' acting ability, I suppose. And if that, if it can do that, <laughs> then it must be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, very, true. <laughs> very true. So yeah, that was uh, that was my first three. So um, next one. Two more, yeah. <laughs> doing, am I doing well so far? You oh, are. Yeah, very you good. Are. Yeah, yeah. 
next one, um, Aliens. Oh, yes. There we yes. go. Yeah. <laughs> Why the second uh, I one? Should, should I quit while I'm ahead? No, God, no, 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 this is marvellous. Yeah, Aliens. Uh, funnily enough, I'd never seen the first Alien movie when I watched Aliens. So uh, I didn't know the backstory, the back plot or anything like that at all. Uh, so, you know, it, it was just scared the shit out of me on all levels yeah. from, uh, from start to finish. And, you know, I'm not easily scared by horror movies or sci-fi horrors or anything like that, but that one... You know, it had me. It had me in bed that night as a. I don't know when it came out. I must have been. It, it was eighties. Yeah, it was eighties. I must have been a, approaching my teens at the time, and I hadn't put my head under, under the magic duvet to protect myself from the monsters for a lot of years until uh, I watched that movie. Yeah, I think it was eighty-six. So, yeah, that yeah, it, right, yeah. I, would, I would have been. I would have been thirteen. So. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That was. Uh, it was just amazing. Just fantastic. It's an awesome um, film, I said. I think Alien versus Aliens is the most contentious thing about the about the list so yeah, far. Yeah, because I I put Alien as yeah. my top five, and several other people have had Alien, Aliens. Like, uh, yeah. Emma, Newman Emma Newman had, had aliens. aliens. So yeah. Yeah, and did you not think that's a bit more because it was you could consider it groundbreaking as as, as the first movie, and maybe obviously the second didn't get a chance to do that because it had already been done. But from a from a you know from an outside point of view, just to watch. The two movies back to back. I think I'd always plump for Aliens. Yeah, I, th yeah. I think we've kind of come down to it that the first one was more of a horror movie, yeah. and the second one was a sci-fi. Yeah, that's true. Well, it was more action, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yes, far much more action in the, in the second one. And I suppose a lot of that comes down to the special effects that were available at the time uh, for you know each of those movies. You know, there. Yeah, there was obviously a lot more available for the film. second one. It was amazing. Yeah, amazing, truly Excellent. amazing. Auto sentries are just amazing. I love the extended version with the auto sentries. They're just oh, amazing. I <laughs> know. Uh, I, 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 I hear you still can't buy those at B and Q for your home security, but really, uh, curses. It's, uh, it's, it's a bit like it's a shame, really. But you know, apparently not. Not <laughs> allowed. Really. One. Yeah, the the, the, only, the only bit in that movie that I think you know, I, I would rewrite, and probably a lot of people wouldn't. This is probably the, a lot of people's favourite bit. Is uh, is the the very cheesy line when she's in the. Uh, when she's in the loader, uh, and she turns around to the to, to the to the mother and says, "Get away from her, you bitch!" Yeah, yeah. for me, it's a bit cheesy and cringy. I think uh, it is a bit. But, um, it is, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that, the whole thing was just amazing. And I think everything after that, I, I didn't, I, I wasn't really anywhere near as impressed with, you know, the, the movies that followed. Oh, we, really? we, we've no. had countless arguments between me and Brendan about whether oh. Alien Three is a good movie Alien, or not. So Alien we won't open up that kind of worms again. <laughs> no. It's not. It's no, not. it really is isn't. It, it isn't. No, no, it's not. No. Watch, the, watch the director's cut um, with the missing scenes and the corrected audio, and it's it's a fantastic movie. It's misunderstood, and <laughs> I, I, oh, oh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great movie. <laughs> Uh, it's lovely you talk about it like a, you know a naughty puppy that weaves on the carpet. <laughs> I was just about to say something like that. It sounded yeah, it made it sound like a bad puppy. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think David Fincher was given full reign to tell the story he wanted to tell, but there's the breaks. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to get. We'll, we'll I'll, I'll take your advice on that one, and I'll, I'll, I'll have a look at the director's cut, and I'll get, I'll get back to you and let you know what my opinion is on that one. Okay. But uh, I can't see it change my mind really. But uh, you know. Open mind, as always. Excellent. Cool. Yeah. Okay, and your last one, sir. My last one, you're probably never going to guess it. And This is from before I was born, but I remember when I watched it as a kid, and I must have been about five or six years old at the time. Um, you know, it, nothing had been done like it before. I mean, looking back at it now, the, the special effects, uh, you know, uh, are just archaic. But uh, I'm going to go for Planet of the Apes, the original. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Good call. Um, 
Yeah, uh, because there was nothing like it at the time. You know, um, the acting in it was absolutely amazing. Uh, and the plot was so sinister and dark, um, you know. And the, there's that, I think that ending in the movie is probably one of the best twist endings yeah, in, yeah. Any, in any movie I've ever seen. Oh, you but, can judge how good a movie is by the amount of times the ending gets parodied and God knows how many people have done that. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, it is, yeah. But it's, it's, it's the film which wins the award for biggest spoiler on the movie poster because the movie poster is that final yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. You're joking. I never no. knew that. Yeah, yeah, the poster is it's the uh, Statue, Statue of Liberty, Liberty coming out of the sand. Oh, Jesus. Who thought that up? <laughs> that's a good Christ. choice. That's a good choice. It is. I'm glad. I think I did well there. Uh, yeah. I'm striking Annie off the list, though. Right. Just so you... yeah. I'm sure we can always put that in as an hour's end them. Just, 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 so, just so you know, he's not making the list. I'm not, not a musical fan myself. Uh, and if I was, I don't think it'd be Annie. No, 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 no. Rocky Horror. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Back to that again, are we? <laughs> cool. Okay, well, thank you very much for your time, sir. No problem, no problem at all. It's been excellent, and as I say, we are massively, massively looking forward to coming along, so uh, we shall hopefully hook up and, and have a beer with you over the weekend, sir. Se several, I hope, lads, several. Hopefully yeah, sure. so. Hopefully Anyways, so, good luck with all the rest of the organisation. Hope it all goes swimmingly, and uh, we shall look forward to seeing you there. Lovely, thanks for having me on, lads. All right, mate, no worries at all. Speak to you soon. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, thanks again to Neil for that, uh, and... Just in case you didn't know, we are still running the uh, Sci-Fi Weekender competition. As long as you listen to this on the Friday, if you're listening to this after Friday, is it the 28th? Yeah. Yeah, after Friday the 28th of February at 10pm, the competition will have closed. But if you're listening to it before then, then get online get and get sharing and winning and stuff. Because we still have stuff to give away. We've got... 50 pairs of day passes for the weekender, so not including accommodation, but entry to all the events and so forth that are going on. Uh, and we also have one big prize of four weekend tickets with accommodation for the whole weekender. So go on our Facebook page, uh, follow the link there to go to the application and give us your phone number, email and name and share the page and then enter a chance to win. Win free stuff. Indeed. <laughs> and then, yeah, we'll, we'll see you there, hopefully. <laughs> Anyone who's there, come along, find us, buy us beer. <laughs> or rum. Or run, rum, run yeah, in yeah. fear, yes. <laughs> buy beer, run in fear. <laughs> Either one works. <laughs> so, yes, anyways, other stuff that's been going on. It's been, like, quite an eventful fortnight, in fact. We've had new trailers, we've had new announcements for casting decisions, we've had... All sorts of stuff. Indeed, on. we have. There's, there's been happy and, and a side order of sad. sad. Which, yes, yeah, and real, real sad news as well. Uh, I, I guess we'll kind of address that first, I would say, and then we'll yeah. we'll, we'll pick it up a bit later. Yeah. Um, Harold Ramis passed away at 69, which is tremendously sad. A terrible, it terrible loss. An absolutely loss. horrible loss to, to everything. I mean, Ghostbusters was a film of that so utterly terrified me as a six-year-old <laughs> that it took me three attempts to watch before it I watched it. No, fully. I, 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 it was only on, the, only on the third attempt that I actually watched the entire thing all the way through. I, I bailed early at the previous two attempts. Was one, it the gatekeeper that scared you? No, one was the uh, the dog breaking out of the statue. Ah, the terror dogs. Yeah. Yes. Mm. And the other was the fridge. Ah, of course, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, those scared the shit out of me. Fair. Um, but 
it's not just Ghostbusters for me. For me, the films that he wrote that were massive in my my upbringing were Groundhog Day and Animal House. Animal, Animal House, House for me, fuck yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That that kind of it was one of the films I watched God knows how many yeah. times as a teenager. teenager. Yes, as did that I. was an amazing film. I, I it had such amazing performances. Yeah. And yeah. the cast on it was insane. I think we, have we actually spoken about Animal House before? I no, I don't have. think we have. No. But it, it the, feels of like a familiar conversation. But it's just probably you and John I Belushi is John Belushi just stunning hell. as Bluto in that film. <laughs> Donald so Sutherland, so good. Donald yes, Sutherland, yeah. indeed. As I say, the cast uh, in it is insane. It's, it's fantastic. And I, be, I, I believe it's well, a very it's young Kevin Bacon in it yes, as well. Yes. <laughs> as the thank you, sir, may I have another? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's Kevin Bacon. That that's been the cause of many a personal injury. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. trying to emulate the uh, several things of that when in a drunken state. <laughs> now, but I, there's one thing about. Uh, Animal House that uh, uh, this is only for me because I had it on video and the video ran out before the last five minutes of the oh, film man. so every time I watched it it got to the point where they're on the float and yeah. they're like driving around and then it just cuts out so I never see the end of the film <laughs> For me, the best thing for me is when they're in the canteen. John Belushi stuffs his face. I'm a zit. I'm a zit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. But I would say that without Animal House, you wouldn't have any of the the '90s right of past movies like um, American Pie or Road Trip. You certainly wouldn't have films like Van Wilder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that college yeah. party movie. It is. Yeah. yeah. It it was definitely. Uh, it was a massive influence on yeah. me when I was a kid. It's such a cracking movie. And some of the other ones that he did earlier on are some that I've kind of seen a couple of times, like Caddyshack, Caddyshack. and yeah, Stripes. That was great. Yeah. Which, again, it's all Bill Murray. Bill Murray's just... The early stuff he did was amazing. Yeah, I would say the Caddyshack... Um, Groundhog Day is probably Bill Murray's best performance in the film, I think. One of the, I, mean, I, I love Lost in Translation, but oh, yeah, in, in yeah. terms of... Comedic performances, yes. most definitely. Uh, yeah, Groundhog Day is just a cracking movie. So, yeah, an absolute, absolute shame. Yeah. Because I know we've spoken in the past about the kind of the possibility of a Ghostbusters 3, Three. and it's just sad now that that's probably never going to happen, gonna happen. With, never with the original cast. No. So, that yes, that makes me very, very sad. Yeah, same. So, but, we'll uh, yes, so you will be missed, sir. Uh, Oh, sad. Sad times. Anyways, other announcements. Um, we've had a couple of casting announcements uh, for Constantine. Now, I can't remember the guy's name. Can you remember it? No. Nope. Uh, the, the only thing I know about it is he, I think he's Welsh. He's Welsh, and he was in the Criminal Minds spin-off. Suspect yes, he was in, yeah, he was in uh, Suspect Behaviour, Which and he was also about. in one episode of Criminal Minds yeah. as well. Which was the kind of backdoor pilot that they did yeah. for Suspect Behaviour. Which we've spoken about before, which is a we have indeed. awesome show. It is an awesome definitely. show, but unfortunately only lasted one season, season the yeah. spin-off, yeah. which was a shame. Got Forrest Whitaker in that as well, Forrest Whitaker, yeah. Janine Garofalo. Oh yes, yeah, Janine Garofalo, yeah. I love her, she's awesome. <laughs> Everything she's in, she's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. well that's why I put Reality Bites in my uh, yeah. top five. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we had to so, go into the Galaxy trailer as well. Yes, indeed. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Which... Looks like it is just going to be so much fun. Mm. Yes, I, it, I'm very much looking forward. That, to that's film. a much better trailer than the, the the first one they pumped out, and it it's made me a little bit more excited about yeah. it. To be fair, uh, 
I think Rocket Raccoon is going gonna to be, be everybody's yes, favourite yes, character by the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. Oh, Ever. God, I'm surprised they haven't started selling the fucking puppets and teddy bears a bit well, they, already. Well, they kind of have, because that's how people knew about the some of the big enemies. Mm. For, that was basically because of merchandising. Yeah. Also, because they released a, a Red Skull doll for Captain America 2 mm. as well. Um, yeah, so is, that, is Hugo weaving back No, again? he's not. But I think Robert Redford's character is going to be Red Skull. Yeah, right, okay. Because he's playing a character called Alexander... I forget his surname in the film, but I think it's going to be the cinematic universe's variation of Alexander Luskin, mm-hmm. who was the guy who pulled the strings of the Winter Soldier. Yeah. So I think he's a bad guy within S.H.I.E.L.D. that is going to be the guy who controlled Winter Soldier. Okay. Because Alexander Luskin was embodied by the the soul of Red Skull, Red Skull. during mm-hmm. their final conflict. So I think that's where... Red Skull is. Okay. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's the reveal um, because Redford has said that he's playing a bad guy in this. So yeah, I think he's I think he's the cinematic universe's version of Luskin. Cool. Which would be cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. They, they had the new trailer for, for, America, for Captain America 2 as well. I think it's starting to look a lot more making more sense to me now the plot mm. of the film. So yeah, I think there's it looks like it's a civil war within S.H.I.E.L.D. essentially yes yeah so it's looking good cool that's out soon as well that's very soon it is very soon yeah. is, it, is it it's March sometime is it March yeah. I thought it was May or is that Guardians of the Galaxy that's May is August August yeah um, X-Men is May ah that's, uh, it. that's it yeah. I knew there was a big superhero yeah. thing in May I just couldn't remember what it was yeah. so yeah there's that yeah indeed and I love the at the Guardians of the Galaxy the poster for that the tagline one of the poster just says you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I think is great. Um, yeah, I randomly found out well, one of my friends has been is, is in it. as Not just an extra, but she was apparently Karen Gillan standing. Nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Very odd. <laughs> cool. Thank you, Faye. Yes, I think it's just because she was bald at the time, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Might have been it. Might not. Find out. I'll ask him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another another casting thing was uh, the, um, Gary Oldman and um, Mr. Cumberbatch for Star Wars. That's been uh, confirmed. Has it been so. confirmed? I've, oh, I've, has it? I, I haven't. I haven't seen anything from the usual sources. reputable sources. Right. Okay. I have seen a couple of rumours, but yeah. Well, they they said apparently uh, they they're confirming that they. The origin, there was one role and it was put out uh, both Gary Oldman and uh, Cumberbatch were um, coined for the one role however one of them's getting it and they're writing it, the other one in uh, which way round it is I don't know yet I do suspect that we will see a lot of erroneous casting rumours for Star Wars oh, in yeah. the next couple Quite of like, like yes. the Guardians yeah, of the yeah, Galaxy yeah, yeah. Yeah. everybody yeah. was going to be in it yes. at one point um, I don't know how I feel about it Oldman and Cumberbatch being in Star Wars. I Oldman, think Oldman, I... fine, but Cumberbatch, no, Cumberbatch sorry, just appears no. to be in everything. Yeah, you can fuck off. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, he's great. In yes, great. Don't get me wrong, yeah, but no, just everything. fuck off. No, not. not yeah. <laughs> he can't be in Star Trek and Star Wars. Yeah, that was my argument. That's my much. Oh, I don't know. I, 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 you I, fucked I, I up, Khan. I'm not for like Simon Pegg. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But you know, you fucked up, Khan. Don't fuck up Star Wars. Hmm. I don't think he fucked up Khan. No, Khan was fucked from the start. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't his fault. 
fine. But I thought he was very, very good. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, he's probably the shining light. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, just the response he got from um, Alice Cruel's character when he squeezes the head. Yeah. And it all mushes. Yeah, that was cool. But that film was just a bag of shite, which which I spoke about oh, yeah. on yeah, our yeah, random episode. Yeah. So we're just going to gloss right yeah. past that. But I think that surprise casting announcement of the week for me was Jamie Bell as the, the thing. thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Billy, <laughs> Billy Elliot is the thing. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? What the fuck is going on there? <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a bit odd. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. In fact, I looked at the I looked at the whole casting thing for, and it's just like what? what? Yeah, fantastic forecasting. So they don't really give a shit about that success, do they? It's like, no, 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 they obviously don't. Well, they had to do something so quickly, otherwise the license would have reverted back to Marvel. So I think they literally have just picked four names out of a hat. <laughs> Go, we've got a cast. We've got a script on They're the back free, of the, yeah. on, the, on the back of this napkin. We have a script. <laughs> let's let's <laughs> let's do the origin story again. Yeah, well, the, the casting's on it's the napkin. You know it's going to be another origin oh, story. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's going to be awful again. Because <laughs> there's rumours of a female Doctor Doom as well. Well, I mean, come on, it can't. Uh, well, it could be as bad as the first one, but I, just it's my, 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 my major problem with the last Fantastic Four Genesis movie was how they took Doctor Doom and reduced his entire backstory to he stole my girlfriend. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fair. Fair. <laughs> yeah. So. Not hard to get much hope of that. <laughs> you really can't make it any worse than that, I don't think. It's true. But I don't. I'll hold out for that. I'll go on record and say that. No, I'm going to hold out for that. Just in case they do. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that that was my what the fuck casting moment of yeah. the week. Yeah. Oh, what other news have we had? Farscape. Yeah. Farscape yes. coming back. That's Holy sounding fuck. particularly fucking awesome. From what I've read about it, I'm not sure how much of the original cast it's going to be because it's about their son. Yeah, um, definitely Erinson uh, um, and Crichton are going to be yeah. get back in it. Uh, however, they're not um, they're not really looking at bringing in. Um, no, it's definitely Moyer, I think, because I think that the yeah, plot is. But it's that not going to be somebody is after their son, son. And so they go onto Moyer and. Yes. Hightail it off somewhere, yeah. but it's apparently it's like nineteen years after the Peacekeeper Wars. Right. Yes, yeah, that'll be but fun. They, they've hidden him on Earth because of uh, the amalgamation. Yeah, but from the sounds the of it, Brian Henson's involved, and the guy who yes. wrote a lot of the original series is involved. So pretty awesome. Very very happy with that. Farscape yeah. was one of those programs that I never really got into at first. I saw uh, random episodes of it, and having gone back and watched it all from the start. Uh, it, it made a lot more sense yeah. because I think I started watching it at the point where, and, and fuck spoilers, uh, where there were two Crichtons. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that, right, it yeah. come, I, I just yeah. had no what fucking clue what yeah, was going yeah. on. It's yeah. like, he's totally Which different to the guy the other week. Yeah. Well, no, because I didn't have a clue that there were two of them because right. I hadn't been watching it. And yeah. I was just like, Fair. that's nothing like the guy he was playing. Like, what? <laughs> And then it all just seemed every week to just be him being like off his face on something and going with like weird kind of shaky cams. Uh, yeah, it just didn't make any sense at all. But then when I went back and watched it from the start, it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. Another returning is Heroes. Heroes. Heroes is coming back with a miniseries. I I, I, I hope he makes it like season one. Yeah. And not like any of the others because yeah. season one, awesome. awesome. The rest of it. 
that's so awesome. See, the first half of season two, written before the writer's strike, also awesome. Everything else. Everything afterwards. after that. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. They tried to retcon themselves. They ruined the character of Sila. They. They yeah. ruined the character of Peter. They ruined the character of Hero. They, they basically ruined all their major characters, and yeah. that just sucked because I think they basically went, well, these three characters are massively powerful, and everyone else isn't. So therefore, we'll either take their powers away or fuck them up in some way, so they're not as powerful, and that just sucked. Yeah, yeah I still can't even. When I do a Heroes rewatch, I still can't go past episode thirteen. I, I've two. never even attempted a Heroes rewatch. <laughs> no, I haven't. To be fair. I don't think I would. I, no. I'll watch a reboot. Watch the new, yeah, the new, yeah, yeah. with great it, interest. Is it, I'll watch is it a, a reboot. reboot or is it a next generation? I, at this point, no clue. <laughs> Absolutely no clue. Because another guy so, who played yeah. Hero went on Twitter going like, "Oh, should I get the sword out again?" He's like, he doesn't know anything about it either. It's going to be interesting to find out, though. It's going to be cool. Yeah, um, will, yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I'm interested to see where they go with it and what they do. Yeah. Um, other rumoured stuff is that sci-fi have optioned the rights to DMZ. Okay. Okay. To d- possibly do what we're going to be inundated with graphic novel TV spin-offs. Mm. Um, it's not going to launch in this fall's selection. I don't even think it'll be 2015, but soon... There will be uh, a DMZ TV show coming. Cool. Which would be interesting. Yeah. That's yeah, a very indeed. good graphic novel. Um, yeah. What else? Oh, also, Sue Hadrill um, from Rule 32 yep. yeah. uh, won a competition to be immortalised as a judge. In, 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 yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah. brilliant. Yeah. So, Fair play. Awesome. She would make a very good judge, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that is, that is amazing. Yeah, and congratulations. I can, yeah. I can see her as a four foot ass kicker so, yeah well done Sue <laughs> we are so jealous right now we, we, are, we, yeah, we are massively jealous but well done and, and next time we see you we want signed copies <laughs> and I, I think Judge Cherry Bomb is definitely the name we should go for yeah yeah definitely yeah um, yeah so that's that's kind of it well those, those are the big announcements. there's, there's, the there's, there's the, other stuff the we could Fortnite. Ramble about. I mean, I know we were kind of looking at some gadgety stuff because the is it the S five? The S five is released. Uh, yeah. Um, so we basically have this gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. There's nothing. Yeah. It's basically just a spit and shine on the last model, which pretty is what much. the last model yeah. was. <laughs> so yeah. Samsung, not so. No. No. <laughs> not um, so exciting. The, have you heard about the uh, the the uh, Nokia uh, thing? Microsoft. Uh, Sorry, bu- who? Well, <laughs> Microsoft buying Nokia <laughs> out, and, and, and Nokia are going. Well, you know what? You're buying us out. Fuck you! And they've um, completely redone all their handsets to go with Android. Okay. Just before they've taken over, literally like days before they take over, they've just reconfigured the whole fucking lot so it only runs on Android. Okay. <laughs> As a fuck you to Microsoft. That's fair enough. Which is yeah, that's a. Uh, Hats off to them for doing that. But I suppose the other big kind of news in that arena is the uh, Facebook WhatsApp yes. buyout, which yes. uh, basically I think most WhatsApp users have rage quit and gone somewhere else now, from what I can see online. I don't know why. I don't know why. I have no idea. It's, it's, it's a perfectly it's serviceable still, it's, app. It's still free. Indeed, yeah. yeah. Um, 
it just seems that everybody's just gone, no, fuck you, Facebook. You're not I don't care. It's quite ha- I'm quite happy not well, paying I don't for... even use WhatsApp. So I'm quite happy no not paying for text, text messages. messages yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't pay for text messages. No, anyway, on my, but... On my contract, but Indeed. Yeah. Um, there's a... There's a BuzzFeed list about that as well. So, like, mm. all these companies that are worse, worth less than WhatsApp is like, um, EA Activision is worth less than mm. WhatsApp. Yeah, and there's insane. like, there's only what, something like 30 employees in the company. I read. It's like 15 billion pounds. Yeah. yeah. 15 billion dollars. Yeah. 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 It's insane amounts it's of money. It is. Ridiculous amounts of cash. It's because of the potential of it. Off me, how much for for my my app? I'm sorry. You... Fuck yes! <laughs> <laughs> you have been mistaken with a small country. <laughs> it's rather too much money. Island off the Galapagos. <laughs> yeah, it's just, stupid. Yeah. It's mind-boggling. It is. Yeah, and there's been some crazy out because there was the guy who made that Flappy Bird app. That oh then... fucking what? Yeah. <laughs> what? What the fuck? My high score on Flappy Bird is three. Yeah, but but, <laughs> but people were paying seven grand for a for fucking a phone iPhone that had it on it. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck is wrong with Thinking you? Thinking the world. Seriously. Gone, the world is fucking nuts. <laughs> fucking wake I mean, the fuck up and stop using your iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> for starters. Yeah. It's the, the world. The world has gone slightly skewed in what its priorities are. Yeah. You know. But hey. <laughs> hey, there you go. Whatever. Oh well. Anyways, I guess that's probably about us for this week then. <laughs> cool. Yeah, we're we're, we're spent. <laughs> uh, uh, so, hey, do you want to talk us through the track we're going out with today? Okay. Yep. Yeah, so this week's track is uh, brought to you by a, a friend and fan of the show, um, OP Twenty One. Shut you out. Um, one of the four tracks that's available on their line. We'll put the link into you at the end of the show. Um, I particularly quite like the way their uh, Portishead sounded. Yeah, cool. Is, is my my kind of view of them, but uh, my kind of listen, thing, then. <laughs> listen, li- listen, enjoy, and uh, awesome. Yeah, and then yeah, do, do check them out. They should be coming to a to a place near you soon. Excellent. So yeah, I think that's about us this week. So that's isn't it, it so. for for this week. Uh, yeah, so don't forget get onto Facebook if it's before 10pm on Friday the 28th. Highly to Facebook and enter the competition to win tickets to the Sci-Fi Weekender. Well, thanks for listening. I've been Brendan. I have been Spindles. And I've been Aidy. Until next time, take care and be excellent to each other.
try to shake you off But you hold on Every day Every day.